0: Welcome back, folks! It's CouchCast time again. I am a very cold throat-ridden Master Dorgo.
1: I am a very shorts-wearing Doctor Vlark. and I'm just playing '80s Jeff.
0: And we're here to talk week and geek. God, I sound so sexy.
1: Why? Because of the cold? Yes. Gravelly voice. Yeah.
0: This the, the cold always just. Makes me a hit with the lady.
1: Uh, six-pack-a-day oh, bottle
2: of Whiskey Voice.
0: <laughs> this know, is
2: Barry White coming in on your radio You two
0: video. at home can have this. Just a couple of packs of cigarettes a day and all the scotch you can
1: bang. <laughs> <laughs> you bang <Nice>. scotch?
0: <laughs> no, just the bottle.
1: Oh, okay. Hello. Oh, But I want to hear about your skinny member.
0: It is week in geek time. Barry, give it to me. This has been a big week.
1: It has been a very big week in Geek. Not just because we're all getting fatter, because it's winter. (laughs) Patrick Swayze died, man. He did. I know. Now, this is a geek thing because there's lots of geeks out there that swear by Point Break as one of the best action films ever made.
0: Looks like it was The Highway.
1: Oh yeah, oh. Roadhouse
0: people, give it up. I what?
1: love Roadhouse. I, did you just say you
0: know. what? <laughs> I threw my hands up when I did it too. What See that?
1: socioeconomic <laughs> cast are you from? Roadhouse anyway, yeah. rules. Roadhouse does rule. I loved that movie, and I loved uh, Point Break, and I I even liked Two Wong Fu. Thanks for everything. Uh, I did. Never, like, never I, saw that. I one. did like
0: Two Wong Fu. It's a great film.
1: And you know the girls are sad because the guy from Dirty Dancing is dead, and mm. you know. It, it's a ghost, of course. He's just done a lot of stuff. I mean, you could turn yeah. on the TV at any point and just, oh, Patrick Swayze's on Channel 18 or oh, Channel yeah. 5 or something.
0: But Brody rode his last
1: wave. Yeah, it was a uh, pancreatic cancer. So, and I think that's how uh, how we're all gonna go. Well, and, and the guy was only 57 too. So right. I mean, yeah, he was it's... really
2: young. Yeah, still, still had a lot of life to live, and he
1: was still working even after cancer. Oh, answer. yeah! So
2: here's to Patrick Swayze, huh? Indeed. Yeah. What was the name of that TV series he was doing for? Uh, was it that? Uh,
0: it's the uh, one that no one watched.
2: Yeah, yeah it maybe. was getting critical acclaim, but uh, yeah. apparently Lots not getting get a lot of a uh, you know, lot of no watch. One watches them, but uh...
0: what was that film that he was in in the What, nine ninety nine two thousand the one of the Mira Savari and. Kevin Spacey. Huh? With the roses falling on the girl in the dream. He was in
2: American Beauty.
0: American Beauty, thank you. I don't
1: remember him being in American Beauty. Patrick Swayze was in American Beauty? No, wait.
0: I'm sorry. I'm getting that all squished around with Donnie Darko. Oh, my God. The
1: frick movie are you talking about? (laughs) Swayze was in Donnie Darko. Do you see yeah. strange movies that are just remade?
0: <laughs> I see, the only movies I watch are the ones that play in my head.
1: Yeah. Hell channels are
2: you ask getting, him, Ask him about his dreams I
0: watch the best movies you know, when He'll come I up sleep. to me and he's like, oh
2: my god, the dream I had last night, unbelievable. And he will, he'll go into detail on it. I'm like, that's a little disturbing.
0: It involved <laughs> hot butterfingers and pickles. It
2: was awesome. Oh, I, I, I got like, it. You're pregnant. This is a cold. <laughs> I like the ballerina dancers in the razor wire one. That
0: you talk about. Oh, that was that cool. Was that was really wild.
2: I want you to start
1: keeping a dream
0: journal. I just had a good, yeah, This dream of these ballerinas that all had to do this very choreographed dance. And the punishment was that there were razor wires flying throughout the room. If they didn't strike the pose at the right moment, they would get sliced up. And it was knocking, essentially, of who would be the best dancer in this room. It was kind of like this own dancer hell.
1: I would watch this show.
0: It was it was such an incredible moment. Wow! I love my dreams.
1: You need to eat less before
0: bedtime. <laughs> <laughs> peanut butter before bed is no. The best. <laughs> there's
1: the problem. Oh well, there's two, your problem. Two
0: spoonfuls of peanut butter before bed, folks, and you will have the damnedest.
1: Feelings. No wonder every time I call you at around noon, you're just waking up. You're all groggy because you uh, had a night full of <laughs> weird dreams.
0: Tell you, man. Peter Pan, peanut butter, fucks your dreams up.
1: And you wash it down with Donald Duck orange juice. (laughs)
0: Well, that'll fuck it up too, won't it?
1: (laughs) Here's some other good news. Uh, Good news, well, just big news. Disney's D23 Expo went off, and there was a ton of news from that. Really? Uh, The big thing for me was that they're redoing Star Tours.
2: Yep.
0: Like, from
1: scratch?
2: They're shutting it down in 2010 to give it a
1: complete makeover. Not sad am I. Um, Star Tours will reopen in 2011 as a 3D simulation that, among other facets of the ride, recreates the pod racing scene from Episode 1.
2: Okay, starts... I thought that was just
1: the demo video. <laughs> I this hope is so. It's just the demo from, uh, from D23, but you know if it's on the demo, it's probably going to be full yeah. of Jake Lloyd and Jar Jar. Because well, everybody they, loves They did that say first officially that Frank Oz will be doing
2: voice work in it, so. Apparently, probably Yoda will be in the...
1: Maybe, because George Lucas has been involved in every aspect of the attraction and the storytelling. That's of course what he say. is.
2: He micromanages.
1: And that's what killed the first... The, um, the new trilogy, yeah. yeah. Uh, but no, Frank will probably... Uh, he's recorded new dialogue for the ride upgrade. I don't know. Well, I don't know if it's going to be good or bad or what.
2: I still haven't been on the original, so I can't... Uh, you touch. haven't? I've not been to Disneyland. Ever. Time, ever. Every time I've planned to go, something has happened that has prevented me from going. Isn't that wild? Wow. Never? It's it's like the worst, you know, string of bad luck. You're meant not to go. I guess so. But at the same
1: time,
0: what has been stopping you all this time? I mean, even I am willing to take a lone trip to Disneyland because it is that cool.
2: I don't have the money.
0: Well, now you don't. (laughs) But you did.
2: No, I didn't. At one point. Well, that's when I... had. When the actual... When I had money in my savings account and plans were in the works for me to go down there and go to it, that's when they fell through.
1: Fate, man, I'm
2: telling you. See, this is
0: my big fear is that it's been built up all these years, so now it can no longer reached the the heights of anticipation. Oh, I,
2: I, I have low expectations for Disneyland. I mean, don't don't get me wrong. to keep want, them there because I, I still want to go and check go, it out. When you go, you're going to be stuck in line. I don't think and... it's going to be this end all be all thing that everybody tells
1: me that. Yeah. Like, oh my god, it was like the greatest experience of my childhood. Because the blah, people blah. that went to Star Trek: The Experience thinking it was going to be freaking awesome, and it was just a bunch of weirdos in suits. They Brazil? walk out. Meh. Oh, come on! The Meh. experience was awesome. It was awesome. Of course, it was awesome. <laughs> but for
0: anybody who came in with the super high expectations, yeah. well, yeah, and that, that goes for just about anything in the amusement park industry, haunted house industry, any of those. You know, keep it low and let them surprise you. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I so fear when you go to Disneyland, Disney World, that.
1: It's gonna be a big meh. Yeah, well, you're gonna hey, walk out meh. of each one of those
0: going. Eh, it was okay.
2: I can see land being a meh, but uh, Disney World. I mean, well, that's Disney different. World looks like it would. It's an entirely different beast.
0: Pa, Disneyland is
1: awesome. Maybe you ought to go to Dollyland. Dollyland no, Dolly Land. Dolly Land? No, Dolly. Dollywood? That Dolly- one? Dollywood. Sorry, <laughs> I don't know. Or, or you
0: should go to uh, Hershey. Hershey Land. Hershey,
1: Pennsylvania. Yeah, you should go to the Hershey Highway. The Hershey Museum. <laughs> Uh, okay. How, some, how about this for you? How about Bush Gardens? You go to Bush yeah. Gardens. <laughs> how about Colonial Williamsburg?
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: What's the worst theme park you've ever been to?
2: Yeah. Write us comments at uglycouchshow dot com. Tell us what your favorite. Or least favorite amusement park you've ever been to has
0: been. Or write it in the comments section underneath because yeah. uh, I'm I'm actually very curious about this. I,
1: I would love to know this myself, internet listeners. I have some. I have the best story ever, but I'm not sharing it on this podcast. You'll have to tune into the next one and maybe I'll share it. My best theme park story ever. All right, my favorite story from my childhood. So that's a little teaser. It involves monkeys, <laughs> <laughs> and it's everything, totally true.
0: Everything good involves monkeys.
1: Oh, uh, more Disney stuff. <sighs> Zemeckis is remaking Yellow Submarine.
2: I heard this.
0: Remaking it with
1: who? Isn't it
2: supposed to be like some kind of a 3D animated uh, computer generated fun fest
1: type deal? Correct. Uh, Yes. Are
0: they, what, just use the original soundtrack with new visuals? Probably. Probably.
1: It's a 3D animated Yellow Submarine. Well, obviously they're going to use the song, which is dumb. But you... well, they, they
2: obviously can't record new dialogue because there's only two Beatles left.
1: Yeah. I, I get, maybe, maybe they are using the old uh, dialogue. I don't know. That they're would, just saying that, they're that remaking an, it. That's all, it I, that's all I have on that. That
0: would be an interesting exercise if that's not it. Just taking that original vocal track and creating a new movie around it. Yeah.
1: I don't know, but it was just one of those things they announced at D twenty three. Who else was there? Tim Burton was there, uh, showing clips from the three D remake of Alice in Wonderland,
0: which I still haven't seen, but hear great things about.
1: He's apparently working on a feature length version of his nineteen eighty four animated short film Frankenweenie for Disney. Oh, oh no. great! <laughs> <laughs> oh
0: no, that was like when I even my big Tim Burton fra- phase. That was the one movie I wouldn't see.
1: Mm. I am not. I was never a big Team Burton fan. I, I always thought he was uh, overrated.
2: I, I used to really enjoy him, but now I'm kind of in the he's overrated. You liked him until Apes, right?
3: Yeah,
0: uh, yeah, yeah. Actually, it was a
2: little before Apes. Really? Apes, Apes was kind of what sold me on it. It was like, I, 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 I don't know. I, I started losing faith in his films, and then I saw Planet of the Apes, and I'm like, wow. I, I, it might have been, uh, God, what was that one?
1: Edward Scissorhands. That Just, was Middling.
2: Big, well, I Edward Scissorhand was okay. Yeah. Um, I liked that at the time.
1: I think he just wanted to. Was, so was it, Big
2: Fish one of his? Is I that think that he just another? wanted a hero yeah. that had. Yeah, his hair was just a little bizarre for bizarre sake, and and just didn't seem to make a whole lot of.
0: So, so you started to lose it on Big Fish.
2: I think I think Big Fish. I started to lose it, and then Planet of the Apes was just kind of the, uh, you know, the uh, the peak. Where so, I'm like, yeah, I'm done.
0: So by Willy Wonka, you were done
2: i I did not like Willy Wonka, okay. I will go with this. I saw Burton's Willy Wonka uh-huh, and uh-huh. royally disliked it.
1: I heard bad things i won't I see it.
2: was shocked at how bad it was, really, and why was it bad i I don't think it was an acting problem because I mean Johnny Depp did an okay Willy Wonka, but I, I don't know. just like the overall film just did not work for me and I, I hate to say it, but I, I go back to the original Willy Wonka starring uh, Gene, Gene Wilder, Wilder, and that was a much better film. And that's not a great film overall. I mean, it's it's a good film, but it's well, it's not. Keep a, in it's, mind, not, it's like not a box office. Keep in mind, it came, it
1: came out when you were an adult. And True. The, ki- the movie is supposed to be for kids, just like the book is supposed to be True. for kids. There's nothing creepy and Tim Burton-y Burtony. No, but about I'm, it.
2: I'm talking like I've gone back and rewatched the Gene Wilder one as an adult, mm, Okay. and I still think it's a far superior film to the Burton, all right, uh, Willy Wonka. Yeah, so but I mean, that's he... that's my personal opinion. I'm well, sure, sure we'll get a lot of comments from people saying, "Oh my God, Tim Burton is God! You know, yeah. how dare you <laughs> blaspheme him?" And you know, but whatever, no, you know, I'm entitled away. to my opinion.
0: No, you're not, and the. Uh... <laughs> No, but I wonder because we had the Gene Wilder version first, and it's so ingrained in the head with all the songs.
2: It's very and, possible. And the creepy and, boat ride, and the
0: and the veruca salts of, and so it's we have this vision already in our head. So there's no watching that v- version without comparing the two. You you really can't. If I didn't have the original Gene Wilder version, I probably would have really enjoyed it. I probably would have. Hmm. Oh, I thought it'd been over the top, really creative, interesting thing. I don't know if there's room for two. Giant. In that Death case, looks
1: almost I, girly in the as Willy Wonka. Well my
0: understanding is they had like Michael Jackson as part of the uh, idea he was going behind. Oh no. Which I, makes I a lot of sense when you watch it.
2: Maybe Burton is is for me a lot like uh uh the way Lynch has gotten over the last few years, where he, oh, just, he know. Just, why? just, oh, I don't, why, no, that, no, that, that no. whole, that no, no, whole no, Go extreme, extremely bizarre, just for the sake of being extremely bizarre. Well, Whereas, have you seen his hair? Have you not, seen his well, wife's no, hair? No, yes, yes, Robert no, yes. Smith
1: from The Cure does his damn hair. And, no, I'm, I'm just, kidding. I'm just saying, like, it wouldn't be cool. You know,
2: <laughs> there are times when that kind of bizarreness works, but it feels like there are times where he uses it. When it's not necessary?
0: Oh, I don't know. There's, those are two different kinds of bizarres, man. Burton is visually bizarre and, cre- and creatively bizarre. Lynch is just incomprehensibly bizarre.
1: Yeah, no, the, the last few films and, of his. Burton Lynch wants really to be bizarre. It. Lynch doesn't realize he's bizarre. <laughs> That's very possible. So one yeah, is I mean, pretending to be a crazy man. I guess, one I is guess a crazy for man. me it seems like
2: yes. Burton is trying too hard. Have you
1: seen Mulholland Drive?
2: you know what I've I, seen bits of it I've I've had people implore through. me to
0: watch I might have to eventually just watch Mulholland Drive after Lost Highway I was done yeah. I said no more yeah. Lynch films Lost, after Lost,
1: Lost Highway High no, no, no. it was terrible it's, I'll watch it with you okay? we'll okay. get some popcorn we'll get some drugs so you can understand the film <laughs> okay. we'll shoot is, is horse into the white of our eyes and then we can understand this film
2: I mean I know Paul's not here to defend himself but isn't Mulholland Drive one of the ones that Paul absolutely loves
1: probably he also likes Donnie Darko I like Donnie Darko. Donnie
2: Darko's not a bad film.
1: (laughs) Anyway, more on Disney. Uh, Uh, Studio chairman Dick Cook also appeared on the stage with actors Nick Cage and John Travolta and producer Jerry Bruckheimer and singer-actress Miley Cyrus. Cook also teased fans by announcing a new Muppets movie was in the works. Fun. That I'm happy about. It's always gone. up for another Muppet movie. Yeah.
2: I, I, I truly love the Muppet films, though I will say it's been kind of hit or miss on the last few of them mm-hmm. since yeah. since Disney has owned them. Like, the Gonzo from Space one, I forget, Muppets from Space, I think it was what it was called. Nah. It was very kind of blah.
0: I don't know about y'all, I've had enough Rizzo. Rizzo yeah,
2: Rizzo Rizzo. Yeah, when did he become the... the Him and the shrimp, what the, the frickin'... Shrimp that, that yeah. talks, uh, yeah. Done.
1: We need a Dr. Teeth movie. Yes, we the do. That
2: would be awesome. You
1: know, Animal tearing up the drum kit. Dr. Teeth, Janice, Animal, that one dude on sax, Zoot. Zoot is that his name? <laughs> it's his name Zoot. Oh, and uh, the dog that plays the piano, uh, Rolf. Rolf. Man, I always love the underdogs and the Muppets. The guys you don't see much, like that American bald eagle thing. Yes, Sam, <laughs> Sam the Eagle. I did yes. that great speech. Yes, in yes, the you did. Movie. Now I want to see the Muppet movie. That's a and great movie. And, of
2: course, let's not forget Statler and Waldorf. all. Statler and you know, Waldorf. My all-time favorite. Because I, I think, in a way, as we grow into adulthood, we all kind of become cynical and become Statler and Waldorf. Oh, I'm totally Statler and Waldorf. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't half bad, wasn't half good either. <laughs>
0: Me, I have my innocence. I feel more of a Scooter or Kermit the Frog kind of person.
2: Yeah, it's not easy being green. Scooter, <laughs> really? Did You ever watch the Muppet Babies? Of course. I cannot stand the Muppet Babies.
0: I liked the Muppet Babies. Oh man! If your yeah. room looks kind of weird and you wish that you weren't there, and there's this weird, just close your eyes and make believe, and,
1: and you can be anywhere. And I hate you for, for knowing that. I, I hate you as a human being. <laughs> okay, let's see. Toy Story is coming out. They. Spewed a little bit about that There's a trailer I'm now, Aren't not they go re-releasing
2: Toy Story 1 and 2 Prior to that Because I keep seeing yes. Movie posters around town Yes they are and that I have
1: believe Toy in 3- Story
2: 1 and 2 And yeah And isn't it not in 3D Because The posters have One of the aliens From the, the crane machine And it's wearing glasses yeah, and, and, Dude, and three know.
1: eyes are okay. I like those aliens. Yeah, the
0: they're coming machine. back to us in three D. Timothy Dalton would will be voicing that.
1: a new character, Mr. Prickly Pants, who's a little <laughs> stuffed German hedgehog, complete with Lederhosen Great and name. At the time of Comic Con 2009, it was confirmed that Michael Keaton had joined the cast of Toy Story 3 as Barbie's infamous boyfriend Ken. Nice. But though he may be a small part of Barbie's world these days, it's unclear how important he'll be to Toy Story 3. Hmm. So, I don't know.
2: I'm, I'm actually very psyched about Toy Story 3. Loved the first two. Um, there's, there's really only been one Pixar film. Well, I take that back. There's been only two Pixar films that I was just kind of meh about, and you can probably guess which ones.
0: i would guess one is
2: Cars. That would be one. And the other, I don't know, what's the other one? Finding Nemo. Oh, screw I,
0: you. I love Nemo.
3: I just, I
2: don't know. I mean, <laughs> I, I've always loved the way Pixar can have that really good blend of Adult humor, child humor, touching story. I'll give you this.
1: I don't enjoy animated films. I can't stand Disney because, you know, I'm a man and I have balls. Uh, <laughs> but I really enjoy The Incredibles. The Incredibles was one of my favorites.
0: Wait, wait, wait. What? Nemo had his adult but, moments. I mean, the Sharks had a 12-step program, for God's sake.
2: True. But I mean, I just, like, the the film as a whole, I, was, I didn't hate it. Don't get me sure, wrong. I know. I just was kind of, meh. I just I I, I, love Nemo. I in Meh. fact Cars and Finding Meh. Nemo are the only Pixar films I have only ever watched once. I I don't know, Hm. because I I've, I've watched Toy Story one and two dozens of times. Um, I own Ratatouille. I love The Incredibles. Absolutely love The Incredibles. So I mean I,
1: well, I'm just glad that uh, at least Disney anyway is. Uh, making up for the fact that a lot of its films are for a younger or more female audience by picking up Marvel. and Maybe right. now they'll have some offerings for everyone else, including myself. Because I've never been a Disney guy, but I might be now. I don't know. We'll see what they do in the next... Uh years. Speaking of stuff Don't that they do... do you own Disney ears, Barry? I, I do own Disney ears because my girlfriend took me to Disney ears. And you look great in yeah. <laughs> Yes, I do. Uh, here's something I do like that Disney does. Pirates oh. of the Caribbean on mm-hmm. Stranger Tides, which is uh, the release date is summer 2011.
2: They're going to do another movie? Yes. Wow. Uh, I weren't, think it's Sparrow three and Barbosa
1: and Hot Pursuit of the Fountain of Youth.
2: Fun. Yeah. I, I couldn't tolerate the second tooth. F- I love the first Pirates of the Caribbean movie. I can't believe the second and third installment were so terrible.
1: Right, if we get this uh, out by Friday, uh, let's just uh, remind our audience that uh, Saturday is Talk Like a Pirate Day. It's indeed. also
2: the High Holy Holiday of the Flying Spaghetti Monster.
1: Indeed, indeed. May you be touched by his noodly appendage.
2: And the, uh, and the birthday of Master Torgo! Oh, look at that. Hey. I was hey. going to say, the uh, what was the Aqua Teen one? He the, turns... Uh, 33 today. (laughs) I've
0: decided I'm no longer referencing myself in years. I will be a level 36 nerd. Oh,
2: gosh. I (laughs) wish I could remember the the Aqua Teen um, birthday song. There's a birthday song? Oh, yes. Yes. And it's amazing.
1: You're going to make me find it, aren't you? It's amazing. I'm
2: going to make you find it. Oh, man. Something, uh... oh,
1: God. My
2: brain is not working suddenly. Suddenly? Uh yeah. Hey, it was working fine up until just now.
1: All right, here. I got something else for you to stick in your car. Remember when I, we talked about Guitar Hero and how Kurt Cobain was going to be on it? Yeah. Courtney Love is threatening to sue Activision mm-hmm. over Kurt Cobain being an unlockable character in Guitar Hero 5. Yep. And took why? to her Twitter page to talk about it. Now tell him why she's suing them. Well, it's probably to save her own ass. Because no. guess who signed the agreement and the back of the check? Cobain's widow just unleashed a serious Twitter attack on Activision. This is from Twitter. Wait, wait, wait.
0: You just re- used the word serious Twitter attack.
1: <laughs> this is that's from that's T. A, that's I'm amazing to me. I'm just reading the news, man. <laughs> The game developer saying they uh, never got her permission to use Kurt's image and she wouldn't have given it to them if they had asked. Here's a sample. Not in 20 jillion years <laughs> would I ever have allowed this and this is lethal. What? Want, did, lethal. Does did it get, say what
2: the actual source this, of the suit is? Why is more, she's suing them? This is more of her serious
1: Twitter attack. Dun, dun, dun. Okay. We get no money for this. Travesty. Francis gets no money for the rape. Assuming Activision's raping.
0: Wait, wait, wait. In yeah. Guitar Hero 5, you get to rape Cobain? Yes. Is that an unlockable in thing? In the mouth.
1: Wow. Guitar Hero secured the necessary licensing rights from the Cobain estate in a written agreement signed by Courtney Love yes. to use his likeness as a fully playable character in Guitar Hero 5. Read now, your contracts, now, folks. Now, this yep. is what,
2: does it say exact? Because I know why she's upset, which is stupid, but does it say why she's upset specifically there?
1: I don't think she's just getting enough money for it or maybe... She is
2: She is upset because the Kurt Cobain avatar Mm -hmm. sings songs other than Nirvana in the game. Yes. Yeah. That is what she is upset about. That yeah. is what she is suing over. Okay, well, listen. Now, uh,
1: Kurt Novoselic and, I was just going to uh, say that Dave Grohl and, Kurt and Dave Novoselic Grohl uh, have issued a, a letter. statement to the AP that reports: while we are aware of Kurt's image being used with the two Nirvana songs, we didn't know players have the ability to unlock the character. This feature allows the character to be used with any song they want. We urge Activision to do the right thing and relocking Kurt's character so this won't continue. But you know what? Yeah, they I was going to say. That. say.
2: They they don't because they don't own his likeness. They're they're simply making a statement, which, you know, I I could care less. I think it's cool that you can unlock the character, I think it's cool that, you know, he can sing songs other than the Nirvana. But let's face it, Courtney Love is batshit crazy. She's money grubbing. I mean, how long did these lawsuits between um Novaselek and Grohl and her last because mm-hmm. she felt like she wasn't getting a big enough piece of the pie she said that uh, hey, she, she drugs has said, cost money she has said mm-hmm. in statements that, that she felt that Kurt Cobain was the only talented member of that trio oh. which I I was dumbfounded when I read these statements by her I'm like really who's, who's got a band that's out there and turning in you know multi-platinum albums mm-hmm. every couple of years Cobain just couldn't, I got no
1: sympathy because Cobain just couldn't hack it and offed himself. I'm Mm -hmm. wondering, like I said before, can you have a guitar shaped like a shotgun? (laughs) You know, truly authentic.
2: That would be cool. I would actually buy a guitar shaped like a shotgun and play it with the, the sweater guy, yeah. As long as it allows me to play it left-handed.
0: I feel the same way about this as I do the movie remakes. Certainly, people are out there remaking the horror films that I've known and loved. Right. Hollywood's always done that, and they can't take away the original from me. If you remake Halloween, I still have the original Halloween. I feel the same way about this avatar. I still have the Kurt music that he gave us. Right. This avatar doesn't lessen that in any way. Mm-hmm. So, cry, cry, cry.
1: Cry, cry, Courtney. Oxycontin does not grow on trees, yes, but you know, you can find another source that's cheaper.
2: She's never striked me as one that really cares about her daughter as much as she says in all of these public statements. That is
0: not true. She has trained her to sniff for
1: truffles. (laughs) Science news. In a study presented at the Human-Computer Interaction Conference in Cambridge, England, British researchers Beale and Bond found that plot and graphics are not critical to the success of video games. Price and the inclusion of social aspects, e.g. multiplayer or chat, were found to be more important. Uh, an, available, uh, an unfinished version of the paper is available from the researcher's website, where they say one of the most unexpected findings was that gameplay was not featured as one of the most important categories to fulfill, though they acknowledge that variety and cohesion were measured separately from gameplay, which past studies have not done. Point is, wow, really? Plot and graphics, not important to gameplay? I I, I
2: don't know that I would agree with that. because if, if No one game, asked me. If a game <laughs> does not have good gameplay, I don't play it. Yeah, I put it down. I mean, ask Torgo, you know, he's he's had more than a few run-ins with <laughs> Well, no, with no, 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 no. Gameplay problem, gameplay.
1: Gameplay isn't the main thing here. Plot and graphics are not critical to the success of video games. Okay. Plot and graphics to me are a little separate from gameplay. Well, like, I'm always true. saying, Atari games had the best gameplay cuz there's no plot and no graphics. Mm-hmm. So, but it's the I, price I, and the, so, the inclusion of social aspects.
2: I will agree that graphics aren't as necessary cuz we've played more than a few games that weren't necessarily graphic intensive, but and they, plus had, for the they had a good storyline.
1: Yet one of nice your biggest
0: line. arguments against the Wii is this lack of graphical capability.
2: I... Well, I, I will admit that, yeah. the, that the Wii is not a graphics powerhouse, but no. at the same time it does not have strong adult themed, and I'm not talking like ultra-violent, but adult themed games. It doesn't have games that have strong plots or strong storylines that are going to attract the ad- average adult gamer. And frankly, according I'm not crazy to this, with the
0: gameplay either. But according yeah. to this, graphics and st- Okay. Putting these two things together in my head that we're just talking about, I think these people just talk to Wii owners. Because... It's very possible. Because that describes the Wii entirely. It's, yeah.
2: It's l-
0: well, lack I of mean, graphics it- and lack of story. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I liked Boom Blocks a lot hmm yeah that's that's a good game on the wii but let's face but i can't think of another wii game that i truly enjoyed the wii i just can't think of one
0: is a social box yeah but it comes down to it it's meant it's to be a, party, party games. games it's wii and there's no story it's... in there you don't need that for the wii it's, now, fun it's a just...
1: smaller GameCube with a better let's controller less graphics party games brings up another thing they're talking about so- the inclusion of social aspects multiplayer or chat no one ever said about party games Party games, I think, are, are incredibly important, but I, I think they were saying if a game doesn't have multiplayer options, which personally, again, no one asked us, because I never play on multiplayer. I don't like other people never. on Xbox. They're scummy.
0: And that's I why a lot of Bioshock sold so many units. Mm-hmm. That thing is all story, single player.
2: Yeah. I like that one too. Yeah, but I, also I really like wonder.
0: I really would like to. I have to read this paper because I really want to see how it skews as far as the console versus PC and and so on. Yeah.
2: I do like multiplayer, but I don't like multiplayer with people I don't know because you always seem to get that one jackass. That one,
0: one. <laughs> how
1: many games have you played? I seem to get a whole team full.
2: Well, okay. Do you ever play one versus a
1: hundred on Xbox yeah. Live? Yeah. Oh my God, jackass is on that. Oh,
0: I never put I've my never headset on any... for that.
1: Well, <laughs> I was gonna say, yeah. I, I've, I've, every time I have
2: played one versus one hundred, the only person I ever hear talking is the uh, the, the announcer. The, the, the announcer. Yeah. The uh, the guy running the game.
1: Yeah, it's called mute. Screw that. Because
2: I mean, I, you know, I I make my avatar do. Funky dances and do the fist pump thing, but I never hear anybody talking when I play. So, and all the, I wasn't even aware you could do that.
0: In fact, one all the games one game, hundred. I'm, I'm completely against. I'm the opposite of this paper. Hmm. It's. I mean, the, the games that I like to play, the Fallout Three. It's. It's all these games are story driven single player shit, which is completely opposite. I am a antisocial son of a bitch.
1: That's true. Wow. How about some TV news? Okay. TV news. You like Joss Whedon. I do. I'm not a huge fan of Joss Whedon, but I like some of his stuff. Although I have to say I really didn't watch Dollhouse. I
2: liked Dollhouse. It got better. I mean, I, I, I was not sure that it was going to last... In fact, I thought they were going to cancel at the end of the season. It, got, it, was better. On, it yeah, it's got better. Yeah, it got
0: better, just like Fringe. And apparently,
2: it's you know, mm-hmm. yeah, I love Fringe, and it, you know, I was not sold on Fringe at the very first, but I did they get it. rid of Eliza Dushku? They did not get rid <laughs> of Eliza Dushku. They didn't get better. I seriously thought Fox was going to cancel it because it was on Friday nights, mm-hmm. and it I, a death
0: knell for most television. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. It
2: exactly. It it is that one time slot, that one evening that is going to kill most decent shows but yeah it got much better as the as the weeks went by and I was surprised to learn that it had been renewed and uh Apparently they've got big plans for it this season. Well, they say
1: that it turns out standalone episodes of Dollhouse did not make this show more accessible, and once Whedon started exploring the story, the fans clamored for more. In the second season premiere, he furthered the mythology of Eliza Dushku's character and showed her cycling through different imprints over the course of an engagement, and uh, something triggered an imprint that gives her fighting skills to escape a desperate situation, blah, blah, blah. Oh, and look at this. Summer Glau is going to join the cast. Yay us.
2: Permanently, or is it going to be like a recurring Cole
1: role? Because oh, I, there are a couple
2: no people that have recurring roles on there that aren't like. And Alexis Denisoff?
1: I don't know who that is.
2: He played Wesley, um, is actually married to Allison Hannigan.
0: Oh. You hmm. know, whenever I've tried to introduce Buffy to people, I've always told them you have to suffer the first season to get to the good parts. First season is exactly what the whole stand each one's a standalone monster of the week episode, and some of it is just horrible. Oh, yeah, but you have to do it to get the characters so that the second season, when things start getting arky, it yeah. makes sense, and then from there it explodes into a grander vision. I, I, I'm, I'm reading the dollhouse is kind of the same way.
2: I, I would I would agree with that. I mean, I, I I watched Buffy the Vampire Slayer from the very beginning.
1: But did you and actively was, hate the first season?
2: No, I didn't actively hate the first season like of Buffy. I do or with Dollhouse?
1: I I dislike. Or I dis- actually do
0: dislike, except for a few sh- small episodes of the first season of Buffy. But it's necessary. <laughs> it's it's like the bad textbook you have to read to get to this, the the meat of the subject.
2: Uh, it does establish a lot of the character traits that you see uh, later on in the series. You're and talk, stuff
0: that gets revisited because it's the first Master Vampire. I don't want to get into a whole Buffy Yeah, I'm the wrong guy thing. to talk about this because right. you know I'm not a Buffy
1: person. Right. I was made to watch all of them. Like, I've watched pretty much every season of Buffy, <laughs> yeah. and I didn't want to. Yeah, <laughs> under under duress. duress. Yeah. <laughs> and I just I just don't oh, was, like was it. it. Was it really duress? Or yes, was it was. It,
2: uh, well, I won't. I won't go there. <laughs>
1: yeah, it was duress. Believe me. Was, yeah, <laughs> stop right there. Um, but uh, Doctor Horrible sequel.
0: I really like Doctor Horrible sing along blog. So do I. I, I enjoy lot. it.
1: Um, Spoiler
2: alert: Are they going to bring back uh, the? Uh, I have no idea. Felicia Day character.
1: No Sorry. idea. Uh, probably not, seeing as she's dead, right? That's why I said spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> but, hey, you got it out of the way, right? Yeah. <laughs> He's working on one. That's all they really say. All you need, I, all I you need, need to... is Harris, man. Who? All, Who? Oh,
0: yeah. You know Patrick, Patrick Harris. Harris. That's all you need. NPH. He's become you the wonderkind of genre television. I, He's really liked,
2: I really liked that Dr. Horrell's horrible sing-along blog.
0: So much I fun. mean, granted, I,
2: I saw it all on the Internet, and, all you right. know, I didn't buy the, the DVD. I still want to buy the DVD because I guess it's got like a ton of behind the scenes features and stuff that you can really delve into how the thing got made and you know, it, it, it was made really on the cheap. You know, they used I think it was the Universal Backlot and uh, you know it, it's it was like during the writer's strike where Joss just had this idea and got people that he'd worked with before and said, hey be interested in doing this little thing and they're all like, sure. So
0: Plus it's a musical. Fuck yeah. yeah.
2: And we all know how much you love musicals. You can't fuck yeah, musical. Yes,
1: you can. No, you can Yes, you can. Oh, no, you can,
2: dude. He watches America! Bleed
1: Fox. Fuck yeah. yeah.
2: That it, well, yeah, it's anyway, considered to be a musical.
1: You'll see Summer Glow around episode five or six, and she's working for the team. I don't think she's gonna be kicking ass or anything. It's a different character, but whatever. She got
0: I'm not used to Summer Glow not kicking.
1: <laughs> she got screwed over by that by Sarah Chron- Connor Chronicles ending it shouldn't have yeah
2: that was a good series it really should have kept going but again it was the friday night lead into dollhouse
1: boo (laughs) sucks on fire
2: (laughs) so yet yet another good show killed by that friday night time slot
1: okay i'm reading something on ars technica and this this really hits home because i really appreciate ea for this sort of thing okay um Dante's Inferno. Yes. Okay. We saw. Oh th- yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah We're going with this. Uh, we saw this game at uh, Comic Con, and they've been pushing it since uh, E3, and now every game has a PR campaign behind it. EA went way above and beyond. Well, not EA, the company that they hired to do their viral marketing. At E3, they had a number of Christian, quote-unquote, protesters showing up, holding signs, telling people to trade their PlayStations in for PreStations and other stuff. EA equals electronic antichrist and all that.
0: You know how many times EA has
1: had to apologize for this group? (laughs) They staged it. How awesome is that? That
2: is cool. They staged it. Because all these Christian
1: bloggers weren't amused. Catholic bloggers weren't amused. Oh. Christian yes. bloggers weren't amused. What else is new? <laughs> well, we are not amused. Yes, we <laughs> we defame ourselves. We don't need it done for us. Yeah, no kidding. All they did was help them out with publicity in the game. I didn't I didn't know anything about the game before I heard about all the outrage.
2: Well,
1: now I was saying, buy.
2: there's no such thing as bad publicity. Then there's
1: something even better. During Comic Con, yes. EA oh, ran this God. contest where for which they apologized for again. Again, okay. You have to it, show attendees are invited to commit acts of lust by taking a picture with one of their booth babes. And the best images would be rewarded by dinner and a sinful night with two hot girls, limo service, paparazzi, and a chest full of booty. Wait, how, why the hell didn't I know about this?
0: You didn't know about this? was all over Con.
1: Yeah.
2: Dude, uh, there's
1: so it,
0: much at Con. It was, con, so much con. It was con even kind what, of posted at their, their game site where we did the interview.
2: For every minute that that backpack with the camera in it was strapped to my back, is a blur.
1: Well, so all of it. The winner <laughs> I mean, had to much commit all of it. acts of lust. I want to see these winning photographs. I never checked it out before. Now I want to know. Um, and just enter as many times as you can with the most lusty photographs from Khan. And nice. whoever wins gets the night with the two models or whatever. Nice. But uh, people were saying, I think the contest was sexist, misogynist, exploitive. It was. That's the <laughs> point. That's the point.
0: It's, it's sin, people. I could have used a, a you date with sin. two, two hot booth babes. I haven't there's been that, on a
2: date but, in a while. But, wait,
1: wait, there's more. There's oh, a hat there's trick more.
2: now. The, okay, let's hear the hat trick.
1: EA decided to simply send editors of prominent gaming sites checks for $200. Now, don't... Hold on. If the checks are cash, the gaming press is greedy. If they're not, they're wasteful. And here's what they said. I By cashed
0: c- mine today. How do you think I got the... Uh, Ultimate Alliance 2.
1: By cashing this check, you succumb to avarice by hard, by hoarding filthy lucre. 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 Whatever. But by not cashing it, you waste it and thereby surrender to prodigality. Make your choice and suffer the consequence for your sin and scoff not for the consequences are imminent. So it's a publicity stunt. Dude. But it's working. <laughs> it's working because they would have to pay a lot more for advertising on those sites than just... Reaching the first page of those sites by sending him freaking $200. It's Dude, working because we're talking me about not it. you would cash that check. Yeah. Hell yeah, I would cash I'd that cash check. I would cash it. I right <laughs> the hell anyway. I already did <laughs> how, cash it. How much money do we lose on this show every week? EA smart. It's not here to make friends. It just wants their games to be talked about and publicized, and it works. No publicity is bad publicity within reason. Mm-hmm. Yes, you've outraged Christian bloggers, complaining female and lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgendered gamers. But you know what? That's not who they were targeting. Dude, you could anyway. drop
2: a soda on the pavement and and upset Christian bloggers. Well, EA, they're, they're some of the most overly sensitive. People on the planet. Yeah, because they realize you know, their religion is I bullshit. mean, I, I still can't get over this whole war against Christianity movement that they're saying that that you know Christians are persecuted all over the world. I'm like, last time I checked, something like 75 80 percent of the world's population lists themselves as Christian.
0: No, uh, no, that'd be U.S. population. Well, U.S.
2: population, yes. Yeah. But yeah, it's like um, seriously. Whatever. Yeah, the... as, as far as a worldwide. Religion, it's, it's right up there in the majority. Yes, so. they the
0: persecuted majority. But they'll be happy to know that, uh, thank you, EA, I spent that $200 on Activision's Ultimate Alliance 2 and a hooker to play with. Thank you very much.
1: Woohoo And good on you, EA. Seriously, keep up that viral marketing. <laughs> I love that stuff. That shows I, I, some imagination and some balls.
2: There is some awesome advertising that goes on at Comic-Con every year. You know, the one year they had uh, like an army of girls in bikinis walking through, and then uh oh, yes. the sequel to the the Jesus um, Hamlet they, two, Hamlet two. Thank you. They had all <laughs> the the guys dressed up as as Jesus walking through the. Uh, for the con, and they had an army of like 50 of them walking through in the, in the costume from Hamlet, too.
0: And so. they had the Joker dollar bills, and the people yep. painted it up as Joker. Yep, yep.
1: Joker dollars. I and, didn't even see and those. And the
0: thing that happened downtown. Yeah, there's a lot of great viral stuff that happens during. In fact, wow. have a fun time out there, folks. Go to YouTube, or just do a Google search. Comic-Con viral marketing. Boom.
1: Now, this could be either a great piece of viral marketing for a show, or just really unlucky people.
2: I think it's a little of both, if it's the one I'm thinking of.
1: Vampire Diaries stars Arrested for Flashing.
2: Yeah, I I heard about this one.
1: Five actresses, including series star Nina Dobrev and a cameraman the CW show the vampire Diaries were arrested and charged after police said the actresses were dangling off a Georgia overpass and flashing drivers several drivers called 91111 called 911 on October 22nd hi I live in America uh, on October 22nd to report seeing the young women flashing drivers on the i-75. You really called 911 for that? Yeah, that's, that's what I was
2: thinking, too, when I first heard this thing. I mean, like, little old like, ladies. I was like, the only thing that I would be reaching for my phone for is, is to snap camera. a picture.
0: <laughs> okay, I can understand the little old lady being upset, but really, the 911 emergency line, yeah. oh, oh my god, it's a titty.
2: And, and apparently, <laughs> apparently the, the explanation was that they were shooting a scene for the show, because they were with a camera operator from the show, and... And there's a lengthy explanation. I'm sure Barry could get into it if we wanted to. But yeah, what it comes down to is it, it was it was done for the show, whether it was for the publicity or whether it was a scene in the show uh, was not specific or was not I don't specified. Know. But, but all
1: the chicks are hot.
2: Yeah, they're they're all cute. I saw the pictures already and I was like, There's one creepy
1: looking cameraman and all the chicks are hot. It
2: was like public indecency, wasn't it, that they were actually um Probably. charged with something like that. And they're
1: cha- they're charged with public
0: uh, indecency and they are sentenced to appear in the SIN part 2. Oh no.
1: See, inside worst you. punishment ever. Worst punishment <laughs> ever or best marketing ever.
0: <laughs> okay, yeah, I have to admit. Uh, Vampire Diaries is the first time it's hit my radar, so yeah.
1: Yeah. Great idea.
0: <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> and it got you only just a little misdemeanor.
1: Next up, uh, we're going to have Torgo rob a bank to uh, promote the ugly couch. <laughs> it would so work, too. I tell Post you, the ugly couch, I was arrested today after gunning down five security guards in a bank.
0: When I was uh, a member With of... A squirt gun. An early member of the band Trip sitter, <laughs> I don't even know if they're still around. You were a member of Trip sitter? It, right when it first started, we uh, we used to sit around and bask about how we could make it bigger. And it decided that I would have to die when I was 35 <laughs> to propel the band forward, and so I'm very happy because I was supposed to die this year. So everything here from out is just gravy time.
2: Yeah, I had I had my VH1 Behind the Music um, segment already. Yeah, like, Jeff, out. Jeff Jeff is ready to out go for it. I was I was going to be the one listed as quote friend. Yeah, you know that you know life life childhood friend life. Maybe we should friend. fake our deaths. So,
0: and you know, of course, I'm you know. I'm glad I'm not a superstitious man because I have, what, what three or four more days to go
2: <laughs>
0: before this uh, this proclamation becomes true.
1: Hey, Paul's on a boat up in Alaska. Anything could go wrong. <laughs> That's so true. All Paul episodes are going to be worth money. I hope Second he likes City. salmon.
2: <laughs> Second City <laughs> Boat castmate and host of the Ugly Couch Show, Paul Mattingly, was found frozen in an iceberg today <laughs> in northern
1: Alaska. <laughs> And they'll unfreeze him a hundred years later, and to find that his shows were watched by nobody. Uh, <laughs> here's some more TV news, sort of. HBO filed a trademark for a True Blood game. Hmm. Interesting. How's that going to go off? It's going to be an adventure game, point and click. <laughs> oh, no.
0: Little, no, little old Sierra Online style.
2: and point. King's
0: Clay.
1: Quest.
2: <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Pick up glass. The air appeared to
1: Gabriel Knight. It can't be as bad as the CSI game for the Xbox. Yes, it can.
2: Oh, that game was hard. <laughs> I didn't even play that one. I actually I wanted it. to play it just to see what it was like. I also played
1: the fishing uh, game. I saved the I took game. it off the queue. Yeah, you have the fish tank what game. What was the one? The f- the fishing game? The, um, oh, the
0: fishing... Rapala?
1: No, 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 no. Uh, Pro Bass? Bassmaster? No! <laughs> it's a TV show. Bassmaster? There's a
2: fishing... Oh, with crabbing. Oh, Deadliest Catch? Deadliest Catch? You game. played the Deadliest cache th- Dude, Catch 360 game? I had
1: nothing game? else. I had tons of stuff on my queue, and it just, it just showed up in my oh, door. wow. And I played it, and I wow. hate it.
0: Let it be a warning to you. What is on your game queue for Gamefly will eventually get sent to you, and not when you want it. I think I was just hungry.
2: i want some fresh crab let me go catch some oh oh, why why won't these crabs come off the tv screen and get into my boiling pot
1: i would not even eat that video game
0: for it was poor quality the only thing you can catch from that game is fat
2: (laughs) (laughs) i caught some fat (laughs) And a little despair for having rented it <laughs> fat in
1: despair. That's Fat and despair—that's what you win. <laughs> well, hopefully, True Blood: The Game will be as good as the series. I just saw the season finale, and wah! I liked it. Except it could have been a little more. I think that it it, it petered out, but I really enjoyed it. Hmm. Uh, I mean, the the the, uh, the whole uh, season anyway. Well, I, I did really
0: like the it. first season, so yeah, and it looked like it was gearing up for more.
1: Oh yeah, it's the anti-Twilight.
2: <laughs> you mean it's actually good? Yeah, it's very good. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've seen a few episodes and I, I liked it. I just haven't.
1: And you know really the author's yeah. got to like it because she's in the last episode. Just a little cameo. That's cool. Charlene Harris. Well, she's got to like it because money! <laughs> oh, yeah. Seeing as they're going to make a... Uh, every season's going to be a book. And... Uh, there's like nine or well, ten Well, the sales books. of
2: her novels have gone up like tenfold since the and series started. And I
1: know it's, it's just a
0: matter of opinion, but I've read the first book versus the first season, and the the TV show is superior story-wise. I
2: I thought I remembered you really? telling me that. It's, it's really? dark.
0: It's, well, it's darker and sexier, a little more violent. Um, she writes a little more middle-of-the-road mysteries when it comes down to it. They're mystery novels. Huh. That This TV show takes it and down a much more darker dirtier path <laughs> well i think
1: i read somewhere that alan ball read the uh the executive producer alan ball read the series and mm-hmm. saw something there like the he see he sees the universe and what it could be on tv and it doesn't necessarily need to be exactly like the books because again the books are right. mystery novels and you can't do a whole you know season with just one mystery yeah i don't remember much of that comic-con panel Oh, I do.
2: I mean, a, the book—the
0: book, the book is a good, <laughs> but it's not what you see on TV. What you see on TV is hot and violent. Yeah, hot, violent, and really disturbing in some ways that I really enjoy.
2: Oh in fact, yeah, it, it was such a snorfest. I think Torgo has uh, video of me dozing off during the. <laughs> well, you were tired during the the Comic Con
1: panel. Uh, and we're yeah. talking 2008, not 2008. I 2000. do have video yeah, yeah. of you going year. to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> It had been a long day, it was a and full, the lights were dim. And it was a full panel. It was in six A B C D or yeah. whatever. This the voice year,
2: was at packed. that right level that it just set me to sleep.
1: <laughs> they gave away some good stuff, though. They gave away oh, yeah. the the first novel right to everyone who was in the uh, the, the first theater. novel. I mean, it was it. a
2: comic book, a T shirt, a little uh, carry bag. Did oh you yeah, get, throw good over stuff. your shoulders.
1: I don't have the T shirt bag, I wish I did. Thing. But who knew that the series was going to take
0: off like that? Yeah. And bless them for it, because HBO needed a little something-something.
1: Yeah,
2: well, because the Sopranos were gone. Yeah,
1: uh, screw that. Well, there all was the, nothing, the decent nothing stuff much weren't... left. Ugh. I think
2: Showtime, at that point, and still was catching up pretty good with them. And yay, Showtime and series are starting again. Californication's coming back up. Fine. Dexter's coming back up.
0: I love how Californication is written. It is, that character is so witty good yeah the, the so dialogue full snark
2: the the dialogue is tip top on that show. I mean from all the characters
0: I look up to David Duchovny's character, and he's not a character you want to look up to
2: no he's, he's uh, no. he's <laughs> he's he's what I guess you would call a pseudo likable character You you like aspects of him, but you hate other aspects of him. But you like you sort of like the character overall. Now,
1: see, I had trouble getting through Californication. I enjoyed the first six or seven episodes, but afterward, it just started to grate on me because there were no characters in that uh, series that I could identify with. People made this, and this happens a lot with TV and movies or books, especially where. there, there's just no one to identify with. I don't think anyone is making any kind of choice even near what I would make, and I get frustrated by the characters and their stupidity. And stupidity is very frustrating. Case in point, I'm. I read, and you're going to laugh at me for how this came yes, about. Yes, I am. I know you're going to laugh. Um, uh, Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants. Shut your hole. Are you familiar <laughs> with Beaches? With beaches, right? Robert Jordan. Yeah, you,
0: yeah, wheel of time, wheel
1: of time. Okay,
0: the uh, the uh, ultimate snooze fest as it goes along.
1: Oh my god! <laughs> aside from the writing, which takes you know paragraphs upon paragraphs upon pages upon pages to get through someone's internal thought processes as to whether he'll go left or go right or open the door or take a piss, whatever.
0: Aside aside from that, if fuck sheep, just count Robert Jordan characters jumping over the fence and you'll get there. Yeah. <laughs>
1: And 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 how he writes for men and women, which I don't think he's ever spoken to men or women, you know, because it's just not <laughs> how we are. Um, it's none of those characters are doing anything even remotely like what real people would do. No, no, and it aggravates me all to hell, and I can't watch it. Okay. I watch it. I can't. I can't. can't read watch it. it in the movie of your now.
2: Mind. I'm really kind of surprised you didn't like Californication. I really am because it's. It seems like like it would be sexy parts of
1: it, but I've I've been there, I've done that. I've watched Nip Tuck, I've watched The Shield. But I'm not
2: even talking about those parts of the show. I mean, I'm talking about like the character interaction because you have kind of a a abrasive. Demeanor towards most no. people that I that I would say that so does David Duchovny's character. I know. In I, I do identify. Maybe with you identify him a with him, him a little too much, and that's why you don't like it. Yeah, maybe.
1: And I never thought about it like that.
2: Because I mean, the boozing, the womanizing, the uh, you know uh, holier than thou attitude. Am I really known for all that? I'm yes. just proud of myself. <laughs> so I guess what it comes
1: down to is I really look. You up brag
2: the... about it all the time. Like, yeah, when I used to work at Trek, I was the man. Why does <laughs> it always
1: come back to Trek? Even though you know, I don't. When know. I worked at Trek Wow. Because cause you fun. brag about it all the time. Wow, That's when why you
2: put
0: it that way. It's nostalgia. Okay. When you put it that way, I guess when it comes down to it, Barry, I look up
1: to you. <laughs> <laughs> but no, um, you're going to laugh at me for this uh, with uh, Robert Jordan's books. Okay. I did the same thing you were talking about we were supposed to do with Buffy and give it some time. Mm-hmm. I read ten books. <laughs> oh, wow. I think you
0: gave it plenty of time. Uh, That's...
1: Finally, I'm like, start at 11, first chapter in, I'm like, you know, I can't do this anymore. I really tried. Because my girlfriend really likes the series. My friend Justin really likes the series. And I'm mm-hmm. like, all right, I'm going to give this the college try. But then I dropped out after my third year of college. I could so see maybe reading go. three books, but ten? I didn't have anything else to read. Oh, God.
0: You know you can always borrow from me.
1: I yeah, know. I'm going to start doing that. <laughs> I
2: got plenty. between <laughs> Between our graphic novels and our bookcase back there? Yeah. I don't uh, know. I was just...
1: I was trying. I was really trying to get into it. I'm thinking, maybe I missed something. If so many people like this, maybe I'm missing something. And sure as shit, I don't like it.
2: Well, do we have any more news?
1: Or Yeah, we, we do. Have... Oh, we got all sorts oh. of news. Okay. okay. Your favorite got? game in mind, Star Wars Galaxies, has got two pieces of news. Uh, <laughs> Not still?
2: <laughs> is, this, is this the segment of no one gives a shit about news?
1: <laughs> I will go ahead and say that this is the... N- Stories that no one gives a shit about. No, yeah, right. Here we go. Two stories that no one gives, gives a, a shit, shit about. about. Six years too late, Star Wars Galaxies gets interesting. <laughs> now, really? Star Wars Galaxies has been a total disappointment to a lot of people. Now, to put I it like mildly. it. But. Now I hate it, and so many people do. But for a tie-in with Joe Schreiber's upcoming book of the same name, which is about zombies in the Star Wars universe, Star Wars Galaxies in October will drop an update called Death Troopers.
0: Serious? They're going to do a Death Trooper story in Galaxies?
1: Yes, they are. Wow. Don't start playing it. I'm going to play it. Don't play it. I'm going to play it. Don't Don't do it. it. Just don't do it. No, senor, don't do it. I still have the discs. Six years too late, Star Wars Galaxies. (laughs) Sorry, you fail. A little too late, a little after the fact. New game experience is already come and gone, and it's crap—utter <laughs> crap. That's all right. A
0: there's more Star Wars to come, but what? There's a second part. What's the? Dude, second
1: there's part? Too, there's almost well, too there's much. A, Star there's Wars a quick stuff aside to that. Uh, hello, Death Troopers, the book. Can't wait.
0: Yeah, now that's, a, that, that's fun. Come on. Oh yeah. A Star Wars horror novel. What brilliance!
1: All right. Second thing is some of the Star Wars Galaxy servers are closing. The free character transfer service for Galaxies was so successful, they're closing a dozen servers next month. Uh, so it's going the way of Hyborian Adventures. Where it's all kind of compiling yeah. into one server. Because I logged on to Star Wars Galaxies on a whim, like maybe a year ago, just to look and see. Mm-hmm. There, was, there was a ghost town. Really? There was no one there. It's ridiculous. Was... So I guess they figured if they put everyone on one server, it'll look like there's an actual game going on. <laughs> Instead of just That's what Hyborian fighting. did. Really?
0: Harborian's only going for twenty bucks now. I'm thinking of trying it out.
3: <laughs> Why?
0: Because I am a glutton for deadly punishment.
1: <gasps> and they're closing the server I played on, Valkyne. See, man, they, they did that as a personal affront to you. Yeah. So if anyone, uh, they heard about your I think your ramblings, Mister. Yeah. If anyone plays. Know that they're closing Corbantis, Europe, Infinity, Intrepid, Kari, Ketamore, Loca, Nardus, Sula, Tarkinus, Tempest, Valkyne, and Wander. In
2: fact, I'm pretty sure Wanderholm. No, no. I'm
1: pretty sure Valkyne was the one that I was on. Oh, I can't we, believe you remember this. this got I update. only remembered
2: it after he mentioned it.
1: Beginning <laughs> October 16th, uh, you'll be able to contact customer support for the standard character transfer fee of 50 bucks, and you can <laughs> schedule a transfer for your character <laughs> structures. <laughs> In your inventory. And if you have 50 bucks to spend on Star Wars Galaxies, you should also kill yourself now (laughs) for the good of all gamers everywhere. Yeah, no doubt. (sighs) Wow. I said it before. I say it it again. The game was good if you were role-playing and building stuff and having fun with friends. Other than that, gameplay-wise, it was utter shit, and it didn't get anything but worse with every change. Hmm. It is the... It started off... A lot
2: of fun and went downhill so rapidly. Oh yeah. And then when they Sounds simplified. Sounds like a typical MMO to me. <laughs> and then well and then when they, they they said they were quote simplifying the character uh, development. Yeah. It it, it really yeah it was way too simple. i so like I'm
0: playing Champions. I'm still waiting for it to get fun.
2: It, it was no longer a challenge to try to be a Jedi. You could <laughs> you just, just choose. Books. You could choose Jedi as your as your character, and then suddenly everybody had lightsabers and was out doing. If you, know, you
1: could chart quality, you would see that line drop like a fat cow from a helicopter. <laughs> yep. It was just ridiculous. But a cow can only at the maximum go 22 feet per second squared. Also, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> now, Regardless this, of its size. This is a story that just pisses me off. Because okay. I didn't hear about this till you, Torgo, told me. <laughs> I love to rain on your parade. About Dune. Dune is coming back. Dune. I love Dune. I love Dune so much. I got these two big, nice prints of the Dune poster. The original with, you know, David Lynch. No, you don't get this,
2: folks. He has prints on
1: canvas.
2: He is the Kwisatz Satarak. On paint canvas. I even have a Dune costume.
1: I have a Kwisatz Satarak freaking still suit Halloween costume I made myself. Yes, you did.
2: And the blue Halloween contact lenses to go with
1: it. Awesome. Anyone who gets what I'm wearing. ...are also awesome, because they get it. But Peter Berg... He is also drinks his, his own version. water. Listen to this. D- Shut up.
3: <laughs>
1: um, Sci-Fi Wire caught up with Peter Berg at the uh, Television Critics Association press tour. He was talking about some documentary, da-da-da-da, and they asked him about his uh, pending big-screen adaptation of Dune, which, by the way, is going to come out after his big-screen adaptation of Battleship by Hasbro. Seriously. Seriously? We're
0: coming back to that. Keep going with Dune.
1: And he says, To me, I think my interpretation will feel significantly different from the Lynch version and the Sci-Fi Channel miniseries that aired. I have a different experience than both of those filmmakers did. The book was much more muscular and adventurous, more violent, and possibly even a little bit more fun. Fun? Seriously? (laughs) Fun? It's not a fun book. It's a serious book. D7. You sunk my battleship. The end. (laughs) D7. You sunk my... The at Hatterack
2: is
0: the ultimate emo. (laughs)
1: <laughs> I don't ever want to hear Dune and Emo <laughs> in the
2: same sentence Dude, it, it was enough when they said that, uh, he is that a Darth, brooding, Vader, Darth Vader was the ultimate Emo He man, is a so, brooding,
0: yeah. introspective character the, Half the book is his internal dialogue
2: He does have a point there I, I, it's, it's been a long time since
0: Hell, I half read Half the Lynch, Herbert, half the Lynch Duke, movie is his Fred, internal dialogue Frank
1: There Herbert is Duke. nothing about that movie About that book, rather, that you could say Fun no, no it's, none of the characters are having fun, no, and, no. and 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 folks,
2: before you get an urge to go pick up Frank Herbert's Dune and read it, which is not to say I don't recommend it because it is it's it's a good book, but it is a long, dry read. Yeah, it I, really I read, is.
0: I read it on a series of airplane rides. I really enjoyed it.
1: Yeah, it's a good. I read. didn't say it's a bad book. It's I like a the great book. science fiction. But it's a classic. But it is. It I'll is a far, long. Far, you have to say it's a classic. You, it's you have to admit
2: it's a long, dry read. It's very a heady, long, very it's dry heady.
1: read. And it gets weird after the first book. It gets weird after Burk. the first page. <laughs> it gets really weird. <laughs> That's where uh, sci-fi, at least, explored it. Now, I don't like the Sci-Fi Channel version. I don't like the miniseries.
0: I have to admit not being a fan.
1: But I did like that they explored parts Part of, the book. of the of the of the, the after series. books. Yeah. that the uh, like children's
0: version did not. You mean like going into Children of Dune? Yeah. Okay.
1: i like to see that imagined on film. But not by Peter Berg. No! <laughs> Battleship? Really? The same
2: man that brought you... <coughs> and what other what movies
1: were being made that you said were... Uh...
0: Oh, yeah, so aside from the brilliant deep story opus that is going to be Hasbro's Battleship... <laughs> I'll, also in the works by other directors out there, by serious directors out there, uh, Monopoly and Candyland there's another one that's escaping me but um, the, there there, movie.
2: there is also a remake of clue in the now books. that's
0: the, the other one clue what and it's not going to be a remake it's just going to be clue
2: well i mean yeah it's it's yeah you're, you're right it's technically not a remake because but it's it is based on the game just like the other movie was. but that
0: one at least has some semblance of a plot because you know somebody killed someone somewhere with something That's a basic murder plot. I love that. What (laughs) is the plot of Candyland?
2: I mean, seriously, clue? How many great actors are in that film? I mean, it just, it's so good. Uh, Candyland!
1: Maybe it'll be a drug fueled fun fest. Like a tongue in cheek type of thing. But you know it's
0: it's not going to be because it's Candyland, it's for children. There's no antagonist in Candyland Uh, or, or Monopoly. What is the plot of Monopoly?
2: Maybe, maybe Monopolies are the antagonists. If you buy it's
0: Baltic Avenue, you lose? It's a
1: political yeah, actually, sociological... Uh, yes, you do. Have you ever been to Lang City? I grew up around there, okay? And I wouldn't pay 60 bucks for Baltic <laughs> Avenue. I'd pay 60 bucks to get the hell off Baltic <laughs> Avenue. Yeah, I think <laughs> that is the gap there, actually. toe okay? It is ghetto, and it is ghetto all the way up to about the green properties.
0: So I'd say the Trump Towers now in about, what, the light blue Oriental-style Trav, tra- The Oriental <laughs> Avenue app?
1: Uh, actually, Trump Towers really isn't in Atlantic City. You're talking about the Taj Mahal. That's the one. Or the Trump Plaza. Taj Mahal isn't even anywhere near those. No? No. I've never been. It's all different. But the streets do kind of go in order. Either way. It's I don't, interesting. I
0: don't, I don't think I could bring myself to see a movie based
1: on a board game for ages 10 and up. I'm having a picture of... I'm playing a film in my mind right now. Some guy dressed up like the Monopoly man, walking along the streets in Atlantic City, getting mugged.
2: Of course, they don't forget the pivotal scene in the jail. I was like, so what are you guys in for? And I was told to go directly to jail. <laughs> Do not pass I've go. got a
1: card. I won a beauty contest. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I raped a chicken. So There's what a...
0: was Perk's film going to be? A bunch of guys in a sub going, B4! <laughs> Ugh. G12. Right. Oh, captain, we've been hit. <laughs> Whatever. It hurts. The idea just hurts. It I hurts mean, your brain, I right? realize that there's a bankrupt of ideas, but this is a new low. It's a truly
2: a new low. They already made Welcome Battleship to a recession. People, it's are, people are people's People are less likely to take risks in film during a recession. What's
0: next? Easy bake oven the movie?
2: Yeah, what
1: what what is next? They've explored comics. They've explored uh books to death. They uh, now board games. Now board games and children's toys. Children's toys, uh, Barbie the movie. Well they've done little They have yeah,
0: done yeah. uh, that's, that's kind of already been done really.
1: <laughs> Storm well no. Transformers was a cartoon.
0: I guess we're going on to appliances. Microwave the movie. <laughs> Roomba the movie. <laughs> Actually
1: I could write that script. No, no they are. They are going on with with children's toys. Robo sapien He's got a movie. I heard about Remember that. Remember about that? I, I talked about this. I, wow. I was, you know... Oh, that it, just gave Torgo pause.
2: Well, it it was optioned. It, it, it's There's no script. It was just optioned. But you know how anything popular at a time or thought to be popular, studios will option just so they can say, oh, hey, guess what? We own the rights to that, so...
0: Let's not forget that once upon a time, there was a cartoon called Rubik the Amazing Cube.
2: That's true. Seriously? Oh, you yes. know what? I, I, I know that. Hello, I'm Rubik. He's Rubik what did he do? the Amazing Cube. Yeah, that's
0: Rubik. Now, what did he do? He,
2: he was a character, and when he was scrambled, he was just a plain cube. But when you solved the puzzle, he came to life and did weird, amazing, magical things. He had superpowers of some <laughs> sort, magical powers. What the? F- it's yeah. bizarre. Even looking back now, as an adult, I look back and go, "Wow, that was a really bizarre cartoon."
1: I'm physically stunned by the knowledge that hey, there was a Rubik's I'm sure Q it's on YouTube. Uh, you can look it up wow, later. Wow, just just wow, man. Oh wow, Rubik. The, oh my god, wow.
2: Hello, my name is Rubik.
1: Is it as bad as Turbo Team? Oh, probably on par or worse than. What the the hell was that? That was none of your business. What'd you just do? I just did something. What'd you do? You pulled out your phone and texted or something. No, I didn't text. You probably twittered. Just a little note for later. You're going to find the Rubik's music for this damn episode, aren't you? i to do my damnedest. Oh,
0: God, please don't.
1: (laughs) Well, what else we got, Barry? Uh, DC Comics revamped Mm -hmm. under a new president. Uh, Warner Brothers Entertainment said that it was revamping its DC Comics franchise into a new company, DC Entertainment. Yay! And apparently, uh, there's a new president, uh, Diane Nelson, and she's kind of cute.
2: They're uh, yeah, they're they're supposed to structure it yeah, a lot is. like what Marvel Entertainment has done. Marvel Studios having control over their properties. Not on the heels of movies. that little
1: uh, Disney Marvel thing, uh, they announced this move, which is smart.
0: It is smart, and I think it's what DC needs. To do, in order to go against the Marvel juggernaut, because let's face it, they're really ahead of the game. DC only really has uh, Batman going for it right now. Well, they—I mean, get... there's there's stuff coming up like Jonah Hex. They so have on. yet
1: to explore DC Vertigo, and honestly, I never read Jonah Hex.
0: Neither have I, but seems like fun.
1: I guess they're making some projects out of some weird characters. Yeah, lo-
0: the Losers, which I guess is a Vertigo title, right?
1: I. I guess. Is the Wonder Woman movie still in the that's works? That's
0: still in the, did the works. It get See, no, these are still going. That's still going. Uh, of course, uh, Green Lantern's coming. So right. Come. the The difference is is that these are all Warner Brothers' pictures for the most part. But is it really headed by DC people? Right. And so that's where yeah, Marvel, that's... Marvel's got it right because Marvel is being movies yeah. are being run by Marvel.
2: Marvel took back the, the all of its properties and said, "This is the way that we're going to move. We're going to make the movies the way that we think they should have been made." And you know uh, there are still a couple of licenses out there that uh, Spider-Man,
0: Fantastic Four,
2: Spider-Man, Fantastic Four are the two I was going to just reference.
0: Um, Howard the Duck.
2: (laughs) um, See
0: what happens when you lose creative control. Where (laughs) yes, where
2: where Fox has not done too well with the the uh, the Marvel properties Uh,
0: because Fox couldn't give a shit. They just want a cash cow. I mean.
2: You know, granted, the, the first two X-Men were pretty good, you know, but that was because Brian Singer was yeah. a real stickler for details and spent hours researching each of the characters, went into the Marvel archives and went through all of the, you know, the comics and, and character designs and development yeah. before he yeah. did his films. And then you have Brett Ratner that comes in and just says, all right, all right, all right, so here's what I see. This is what we're going to do. Yeah. And, you know, took it took it to an all-new low and then, you know, X-Men Origins, Wolverine, yeah, eh,
1: yeah kind of kind well, of. Do middling. you think DC Entertainment, I keep wanting to say DC Comics, So DC Entertainment is going to do what Marvel's kind of doing, setting up for a JLA movie? Because Green Lantern comes out in 2011, and next you know, would be Wonder Woman, and then... There uh, was talk years ago <laughs> of, a Justice, Manhunter. Not of a even, Justice League movie.
0: And not even years ago. The, the, that talk's been going on for a while. In fact, it's kind of still out there in the zeitgeist that... Uh, they would include Batman and Superman, but it wouldn't be the uh, current actors that we have now in those roles. And that's where Marvel's got it right and where DC, I mean, you really couldn't afford to have those actors. Although,
2: uh, uh, you know, regardless of what people think about uh, I Am Legend, uh, there, there is a scene where uh, Will Smith's character is driving a Mustang down um, one of the streets of New York and uh, they go to a wider shot, and there is a Batman-Superman movie logo poster really? on one of the walls. And it's uh, very similar to like one of the, the Superman-Batman crossover comic uh, symbols where it's got the, the Bat symbol with the Superman logo right in the middle. But uh, anyhow.
0: Pretty um, songs.
2: <laughs> yeah, I, I, I would be down for a Superman-Batman crossover movie. I would, totally I would love to go see that. assuming Assuming it's done right and that's
0: what it really comes down to presuming it's done right and now that dc entertainment is around it could happen right
2: I, i i think it's a good thing i think projects that probably never would have gotten greenlit were it just a warner brothers decision which you know warner still owns dc but i think projects that would probably have never gotten greenlit and under the warner banner are probably now going to at least have a decent shot at making it to the big screen.
1: When's the ugly couch show movie coming to the big screen?
0: I'm writing the first treatment ra- now uh, as soon as it gets
1: picked up. Who's going to play us? I am. All of us. Oh, it's going to so be, be like the, the one-man one uh, Broadway yeah. show? Well, is it yeah. going to be a musical?
0: Well, it's going to be filmed on a Broadway stage where I do all the roles of uh, myself and, and my interactions with uh, the famous Paul and uh, Dr. Vlarg, 80s a- 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 Jeff, and I bring it together in this whole ragtime musical style, but it couples against kind of more. In what about
2: vaudeville? Nobody gives any respect to vaudeville anymore.
0: It comes to more of a Maybe industrial style when I'm doing Barry's part, um, <laughs> to kind of exemplify the whole vampire side of my psyche.
3: <laughs> and then, and then with
0: when I'm incorporating Eddie's Jeff, it has more of this. 80s rock hairband kind of feel with with, I wanna rock! With, some, with like a lot of footballness to it. And when it comes to me, I just sing sad bastard
2: music. As long as, as, long as you playing me sings We're Not Gonna Take It, I'm sold. See? Is there a dance
0: number? See, I tell you, it sells itself. Is there an
2: interpretive dance number?
0: Yes, but I dance as all characters as well. I'll I do it with that. mirrors. I'll, it's I'll take a bathroom wow. break at
2: the interpretive dance. Do we get a piece of this?
1: Uh, did you get a piece of this? Are you, no. co- are, you coming on? are you coming on to me? N- n- no. <laughs> Never. He's I want a piece of the box office. Uh, no. <laughs> I want a piece of the zero dollars a turkey's going to make. That's why, that's
0: why it's a one-man show, so I get to keep all seven pennies. Awesome. <laughs> and that's all it is for Weekend Geek, folks. Hope you had a good time. I know we did. I am Master Torgo.
1: Oh wait, wait, that's my cue. Isn't it? <laughs> yeah, we don't
0: have a Paul right now. Oh,
1: I keep I keep looking over at the empty spot on the couch. <laughs> oh my God, with the divot in it. <laughs> oh wait, one more thing. I'm sitting wait, in wait, the divot um, right now. I don't know if she'll have it done by uh, by the time this airs, but uh, Amelia Tyler's gonna uh, give us some intros. Nice, yeah, cool. So go check out AmeliaTyler.com. She's a great uh, British actress and voiceover artist. Amen to her. Sweet, woohoo. I'm Doctor Blarg.
2: And I'm 80s Jeff.
0: And we'll talk to you next week in Geek. If
1: you're lucky.